the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. If you have a treasure, and you heard of a treasure, and you want to acquire and get and catch the treasure, you always put some effort, and you see what is it exactly that uh, will help you to find and to catch and to acquire and to preserve and to control and to do whatever you want with that treasure, right? Remember the game, what is it called? Treasure hunt or there's another name for it. So you have instructions, you have ways and you have things to do and then you spend the time and you spend the effort and go to find the treasure. As we are getting into the 40 days, so the church has the first week, which is the week of preparation. And as I said, I was talking yesterday that the week in the Holy Land starts from Monday and ends with Sunday. So Sunday is the end of the week, and then as our secular week starts tomorrow, the, uh, the, the, the another week. So the, 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 the week of, of the first week, which is preparing us and talking to us, brings us, us to that point today, which when we read the gospel today, it said that do not lay down for you, lay up for yourself treasures on earth, but because there is another treasure. And as we are walking, as we are starting the land, you have this mindset, like, first of all, which one are you working on? Which one are you trying to get? Which one are you trying to acquire? A treasure that can perish or the treasure that will never perish? And if you think and if you... I'm the first one if we kind of evaluate ourselves and see that we're always running after something that will go away, right? And that's the beauty of the season that makes us actually slow down and rethink again and reevaluate again and see what is it? What kind of effort are we putting and for what reason are we putting those efforts? But the problem with that that we always, I think we, 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 we start, you know, the... the, the we start with the, with the wrong mind, with the wrong order. Yes, I have to think about heaven. I have to think about the, the kingdom of heaven. As it says even, so the, the, the gospel today, Matthew 6, starts with, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. And then at the end, the Lord says, but seek first the kingdom of God and, this, and his righteousness, and these things shall be all added to you. So between the beginning and the end of the, of the, of the passage that we're reading today, you see that this is what you should be doing. But as I was saying, a lot of times we start with the wrong mindset. We want to do that, but we don't have the reason to do that. We don't have the equipment. We don't have the way. And as I was saying early on, if you know that there is a treasure, you actually spend the time in order to do what? To, to see and to evaluate and see how can you reach this treasure. And it's amazing the readings today when we talk about this, it brings in the, if, if you pay attention in the book of Acts, the praxis is the story of what? The, the conversion, the story of Saul turning into Paul, leaving all the treasures, leaving everything to the point that, as he said in Philippians, that I consider everything as what? As rubbish for the sake of knowing Christ. And you look at this and say, what was the, what was the key? Why was he able to do that? And that's why if you look and if you try to link the readings together, you see that what he saw was just basically his eyes were open to see the glory, to see the treasure. And once he did that, there was no way for him to go back again to the, what he was looking for. And I think our problem is we are not really able to identify that treasure. We're not able to do that. 
And that's why in the book of, of actually there's a beautiful, beautiful verse that I just want to focus on it today. As St. Paul went to, to uh, Ananias and he told him what to do. So Acts 22, verse 14, reads like that. This is, uh, Ananias is telling Paul. Then he said, the God of our fathers has chosen you that you should know his will, see the just one, and hear the voice of his mouth. Three things. So Ananias is, is talking to Saul, or to Paul, telling him, <coughs> this is what you should do. After his, his eyes were opened, in order to go after the treasure that will never perish, do those three things. Then he says, the God of our fathers has chosen you. Actually, he says that God is the one who's chosen you to do those things in you. Listen to this again. God of our fathers has chosen you that you should know his will, see the just one, and hear the voice of his mouth. And as of those, if those are the, the, the map to the treasure, the map to the treasure, the Lord has chosen every one of us. And the Lord is the one who is working each one of us to do those three things. To know his will, to see the just one, and to hear the voice of his mouth. Know first. Know what are we doing. Know what are we running after. Know, as, as, the, as the gospel is talking about today, which one are you, which treasure are you laying up for yourselves? Uh, something, something that will, will, will perish and something that will give more and more anxiety and more and more uh, hunger and more and more thirst or something else. But before we take that step, let's go back again and, 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 and examine and see based on those three things. Know the will. And we talked about this before. The will is our sanctification. Know the will. That's what Ananias is telling Paul. You should know his will. Know the rules of the game first. Know the rules of the game. Don't have your own rules and try to play the game. It's not going to work. Don't say, no, I know how to reach the treasure. I'm going to play it on my own. It's not going to get you anywhere. No, the will. Number two, it says, see the just one. The just one is whom? It's Christ himself. See the just one. And that's why right before this, Ananias told Paul that in verse 13, just the verse before that, came to me and he stood and said to me, this is Ananias telling, brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that same hour I looked up at him. Receive your sight. A lot of times we're running after phantom, mirage, sarab. We don't know exactly. We can't see anything. But we're just running. They told us we have to do this. Okay, we'll go. They told us we have to fast. We'll fast. They told us we have to read the Bible. Read the Bible. But do we, ans do we ask ourselves why? Do we really see what we're doing or not? There is huge difference between just practicing and doing and between seeing. That's why Ananias told him that the Lord has chosen you after that you know the will, that you see the just one. Do we see the just one? In everything, in our work. He is the just one. He is your boss. He is the real boss. In your study, in your family, in your relationship, in your walk, in your driving. Do we see the just one or not? If we're not able to see, then we'll be definitely going after a different treasure. Know the, the, know the rules of the game. See the rules of the game. See it. What is it? How does that really rely and relate to us? And the last point is hear the voice. Again, the Lord, our Father, the God of our Father has chosen you that you should know his will, see the just one, and hear the voice of his mouth. Hear the voice of his mouth. 
every time we read the scripture, every time we are here in the liturgy, every time we're reading, we're standing to read the reading in this, in the, in, during the liturgy itself. Are we really taking this as this is the voice, this is coming out of his mouth to each one of us or not? And that's why us as, a, as readers, we have to read very slow and very carefully in order to get the message across. We're not just filling in the ritual. So whoever is reading, please take your time and read slowly and read carefully because this is the message. It's coming from the voice of God, the mouth of God itself, as he said. Do we really hear the rule or not? Or not? We're running after too many treasures. But here it says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where mouth rust destroy and where thieves break. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. In order to do this, let's again understand that. Do we, number one, as Ananias told St. Paul, number one, know the will, know the purpose. Why are we doing this? Number two, see the just one. The problem is we disconnect from him all the time. And then once in a week or now even once in three, four weeks, we come and say, okay, now it's time to worship. And it doesn't mean anything, to be honest with you. If I'm disconnected all the time, from <coughs> <coughs> if I'm not doing anything on my own and I just come all of a sudden and here I am stuck in church for two hours, it's, it's torturing, <laughs> right? Because I'm disconnected. I'm not doing anything. I'm not putting any effort to know, to see, and to hear. And then, no, we should look for the treasure that's in heaven. You know, we're just fooling ourselves. And that's why Ananias, after this, he told Paul something that is very, very important. In verse 16, and now why are you waiting? Arise. You've seen the light. You've known the treasure. You've seen the rules. You've heard the voice. You've known the purpose. So why are you waiting? Arise. Arise. And that's the same message actually in the Pauline epistle today, Romans 13, where it says at the end of the, of the passage we read that verse 12, 13, 12, the night is far spent, the day is at hand, therefore let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Why are you waiting? Why are you waiting? Why do you keep year after year, season after season, great length after great length, and we are still in the same position? Are we growing or not? I'm talking to myself, the first one. If we are really need, and that need that spirit and need the strength, are we asking for that strength or not? Are we really pouring our heart during the liturgy? Says like, Lord, we are weak. Our eyes can see you. Our ears can't hear you. Our mind cannot understand you. Do something. But life cannot just continue like that one season after the other, after the other. That's why Ananias was so, so strong when he's telling Paul, like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Get up. You've seen already. Your eyes are open already, so move. And that's why Pauline today again, the night is far spent, the day is at hand, therefore let us cast off the work of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. If you notice, the work of the darkness and the what? The armor of the light. It doesn't say the work of the darkness and the work of the light. The armor of the light. Because that's what gives us the strength. That's what gives us the power in order to move on and to continue to reach that. I really pray as we are taking the season again to keep that, that mindset that whatever we are running after, you know what, is it really worth it to spend everything? Are we really even enjoying that? We're not enjoying that. We're not enjoying that. We are so much in, 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 in trouble and in anxiety and everything. So why just can we, we re, re transfigure again and transform again? 
the plane of yesterday that changed the renewal of the mind. The renewal of the mind. St. Paul saw the treasure. He was in the midst of the light. The light was surrounding him when he saw the vision, when the Lord appeared to him. But he needed someone. He needed Ananias to tell him, do this. The Lord has chosen you to do those three things, to know the will, to see the just one, and to hear the voice as it's coming from his mouth. And this is the message for each one of us today. And at the end, it says, you know what? Why are you waiting? What are you waiting for? Arise. The night has gone. It's time to walk in the, take off the work of the darkness and put on the armor of the light, that we are able to move and we are able to, to move in this journey one week after the other, one day after the other, one hour after the other, in order to be able to enjoy the resurrection after this. Otherwise, the resurrection will come and go again as another season. We're not even enjoying anything. Maybe enjoying the food. <laughs> but that's not the point. That's not the point. Let's, let's keep this in mind today. Work and go and find the treasure. The treasure is right there. The treasure is right there. That's what we are partaking from today. Open, know the will, see the just one, and hear the voice as it's coming from his mouth. To him the glory now and forever to the ages of all ages. Amen.